birthdays, circumstances. It really does no. It does us no good not understanding why we keep falling for the same obstacle. We can do so much better um, if the way we're trying is still getting the, leading us down the same path. Uh, we could be missing something. We put all our heads together. Um, we may we may uncover various uh, or different avenues. What goes on in my household and what I've seen, you may not have seen. I definitely may not have seen what you've seen. A step I be missing, you may have. A step you may miss and I may have. If we take the emotion and the, and the anger, I'm trying to create an atmosphere where we can share information without all the emotion, all the negativity, all the judgment. There's no right or there's no wrong. It's, it's basically information. What you do with it is what you do with it. I personally love information. I use it, it to, to the best of my abilities. Without it, I wouldn't be standing here today. I'm personally, I've made a lot of progress within the last two years. I'm tired of fumbling and doing shit the same way. So, like, I'm trying to take the progress I'm making and catapult off that and and help out whoever I can on the way. I did a lot of damage in, in my years on the ignorant side of it, doing it the wrong way. So to, so to just move forward without giving back and helping and sharing that uh, all the resources and information that helped me would be uh, definitely distasteful but yeah that's not my not in my character or nature who we lose look like we lost somebody Okay, so now that we understand social pressure and the uh, and its effects and what it can do to a everybody know what can it can do to a household or to a person because I'm sure we all deal with it in in some way. I'm sure we've done something we didn't want to do for old people or because of a prime example. I can uh, step aside just to show you. Um, Uh, a given scenario that I'm that I'm dealing with and managing right now, um, I have uh, multiple children with multiple women. So um, my children, one of my uh, children's mothers, is uh, dealing with some issues now uh, in her relationship in her household. Uh, her boyfriend, his child has, uh, I guess, some type of, he's acting out with the new relationship as it's progressing. And now she was feeling like uh, the child did something to her lie on or anything else. Now she doesn't want to deal with the child but feels like she's obligated to because of the relationship with the man. Now it's coming back into I don't have that problem, but I see it now where I told her your boxes, you don't have to take on the child to deal with the father. The child has a mother. But the social pressure is what kind of girlfriend do I look like if I deal with the the man and not the child? The child doesn't need a, he is a co-parent. The child doesn't need a girlfriend slash stepmom. You're not even married. So to take on this social pressure because you think it's what a girlfriend would do and you're driving yourself crazy. You don't want to even do it. Yeah, you're stressing her. She's stressing herself out for no reason and putting uh, on my side, I see, I see the negativity that my daughter gets from him when he, the child lashes out and breaks my daughter's toys or maybe violent with her or treat her mean. 
But this is, uh, I have Will to step. Will you back in? Oh, yes, I'm sorry, excuse me. So yeah, I, I see where uh, the social pressure of trying to be, trying to fit in this box because you want to be on social media as the good girlfriend and all the other shit and you see, she's, now she's bitten her own tongue. Coming up when uh, I was dealing with my one of my other children's mothers, it was, why won't, if I'm going out the streets to do some work or something, uh, your girlfriend should watch the kid if something, something, something. I would do that if I was with my man. That's your stupidity. That's something you take on. I'm not going to put that responsibility on somebody else if they don't want that responsibility. Don't, because you do it, don't mean the next person has to do it. Because a hundred women do it, don't mean you have to do it. You're your own woman. But the social pressure says if uh, X amount of people do it this way, this is the right way. Some of us are not strong enough, not necessarily strong enough, but we're built, we're built differently or see things differently to as though we fit, feel we have to fit in these boxes. I've done it myself for years in other men categories. For instance, uh, the way I was brought up, do what you can afford. Uh, how I didn't need no girlfriend as long as I had money and everything else. I could go from place to place and I could treat people differently because I had the means and the effects to do so. What I did, I never seen it as wrong until some point later on in life. That social, the social pressure watching my uncles and all the other men do it and the emotion I carried behind it justified it. Until I, I grew up and started to want more and, and matured as a man, that's when I seen this stuff was wrong. I didn't even look at half the stuff I did as wrong as wrong. I didn't process it that way because of the way I was programmed. Now the social pressure doesn't bother me where my friends still do it. Emotion aside, I try to I handle stuff more uh, with the research I have now instead of emotional based thinking uh, a trigger something that happened because this woman done something or my first girlfriend cheated that every woman cheats and everything else the, the social pressure of having to do this this way it's uh I fell off or I'm not macho if I don't uh, cheat on my woman or if I don't holler at a bunch of women the social pressure we do to fit in and, uh, to be honest, like, and we, uh, and our family, we got a blended family, and, um, my dude, he right here with me, he listening, and it's funny, because we going through the same situation that you just said, but it's, it's similar, like, I got two kids, he has two kids, and then we have one together. He's 10 months. I'm, I, um, his oldest son and my middle son, they're the same age. And they're like hot and cold. So, this last past weekend, they had like a terrible week together. That is their first time they actually got into a whole quarrel between each other in the bedroom. Um, but when he went home, the uh, boy went to tell his mother that he began his hand, he began hit over here, and that I don't do nothing about it, and that um, I take the side of his son. So my boyfriend and me, we talked to the mother, and we was just like, "That's crazy, because why he ain't say nothing to us about him being hit?" So to sum up the story, it was just like starving stuff, lying. Um, but to me, like, the social pressure, like, do I want to fuck with him or not? Like, it's like, he going to be over here. He coming back. So, like, if you want to have a break and just chill by yourself, just know that the adults, we see what you're doing. And you can't sweep shit under the rug because you're going to start shit from over this house. Because you came over here and you was telling me shit about your mother. And I definitely did tell him on the phone with his mother. Well, he tells me this about you. And you don't clean up. And you don't, you blah, blah, blah. So... She was just like, oh, okay. So I said, so 
see that, and then it's well, my my son, he no dude brother. He be lashing out. He a quick kid. How about if you don't want to play with him? He like y'all so mean. He slamming stuff, running out the room because he didn't mean or whatever. So I just was like, I'm gonna deal with my son, and you gonna deal with your son. We know what the issues are, and yeah, I see him in a week. When I see him in a week, hey, like I'm not gonna watch him. I mean, cause he's family, and it's it's like it's it's who you want to be, like who you want to be remembered. You don't gotta fuck with me now, but you wanna know I was consistent about how I talked to you, how I dealt with you, and how how I told you you can't you know go around talking about people on this side and thinking niggas ain't gonna know it. It's it's. It's family and it's going to be what it is, but it's among the adults to, like, stand above it and don't get in their feelings about it because they little kids and they, got, they do got feelings. They probably feel a certain type of way because I ain't never or whatever. My son might feel like a certain way, like, why you come over in my room? You stay be over here. You know, so it's up to us to, like, bring the unity like family like all right well we're gonna play this fucking game together y'all gonna play the game together or y'all can go give us some bishops which y'all gonna do after the game y'all can do whatever y'all want to do by yourself but y'all gonna do this for us for 30 minutes like little stuff like that you that's, that's very what you don't gotta be best friends don't gotta be friends but they gotta know when they walk outside if the little brother get in the fight which y'all gonna say oh we don't fuck with each other but that's how brother like nah you know you are the uh what you just said is very correct. Um, in the blended family, you have to teach unity. He's, the kids are not going to learn unselfishness and unity when they're at the house where they're back the only child or it's back the original household. The blended household has to teach unselfishness. And uh, like you said, you have to maintain your principles. You can't get emotional because of his emotions. Right, but the thing is, sometimes, like, as women, we do. We get emotional, because we be like, look, motherfucker, when your father had that $10 for that toy, I put in. It, it, look, I know, just, yeah, I just know, read that, yeah. Look, I be watching him while you, while you at work. You be wanting shit, I be, you know, we get in our feelings off that. But we got to remember, like, it's not that serious. They know as kids. They still learn a life lesson. They yeah. be getting bullshit probably from their mother's side, their grandmother. They probably get from their grandfather, whatever. Your shit is always, you got, the problem with Lindy is you always got to debug the motherfuckers and say, no, I fuck with you. Don't be like that. We ain't doing that. So, just, yeah, I don't know. Be humble and, and don't switch up. You know. And that's what they need is consistency. At the end of the yeah. day, it's principle. And then, and then, and if it's not over there breaking shit, oh yeah, you breaking shit, go ahead and give her some push-ups. Go ahead, go ahead, do that. The fuck? And oh, oh, you gonna wash the dishes for your allowance because you gonna give her the $10 to go pay for her shit. You gonna, you gonna walk her in the aisle, you gonna get, you gonna pay for it. Like, teach them that shit. And like, walk them through it because somebody else gonna have to go replace it. Shout out. You gonna go through Walmart and you gonna pay for it. Whoever that, whoever that man is that's with you. Yeah, it sounds like he got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, that's a great job both of y'all doing together. Like, it ain't, it is not as us, it's everybody. It take a village. Yeah, it be my mother, it be his mother, it be everybody, it's y'all on the phone. It's just, because we don't know what to do. Yeah, I, I say we I... We don't know what to do, this is the first time for this shit. I got a, a full disclosure, fucking, um, like, 10, 10 children, so multiple baby mothers. I dealt with this shit at all types of levels, like, it took me years to get that shit together, but... I had to be the, it was me that kept everything fucking going. Once I realized fucking, I took responsibility for my shit and, and just stayed fucking whole with everything I, I, I stood behind, everything got better. Yeah, like the, the relationships with the parents, the children, everything. Like you said, I had to show the mothers, the opposite mothers, you can't take what the kids saying wholeheartedly because they talk about y'all like a dog. They playing both sides. You can't fucking say your your child ain't no liar when they telling you shit. Mm -hmm. When they talk about you, man, it's fucking it's a you don't believe it. They be like, they be like, be like I don't know, cause for a while 
people ain't gonna see it. Or be like, oh no, that's my child. My child not like that. Blah blah blah. You just gotta let them. Then watch your motherfucking child when they hit. <laughs> when they hit and they play, then you sit in there and you play with them. Period. That's me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the, at the end of the day, and. In the emotional state we in, you don't need a friend. You need a parent. Mm. Yeah. You want to, yeah, as much as you want to nurture, that's enable. Big you say that. That's big you say that because a lot of times people be getting in situations with a new nigga, new female, and they be looking at their kid and they be trying to be their friend. Right, yeah. They, it's like, you don't need a friend, yeah. you need a parent. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, if, uh, the friendship is going to develop when the child sees like you see. At the end of the day, you got to be the parent first before the friend. That friendship going to come when when mutual respect comes, then when the child finally sees some of the shit that you're saying. Trying to establish the friendship first ain't going to work. So I was asking him to ask you guys about um, other social pressures outside of, I guess, the immediate family, whether it's um, pressure to buy your kids everything that um, everything they want or everything you think they have, even though you're trying to save um, or, you know, save for something better to better them. And so especially like with Christmas coming up, um, I know for me, I'm about to move. And so, yeah, my kids, they ask for a whole lot. And uh, it's a whole lot that they're not going to get because we're going to move. Um, and I it's like, well... Cool. Congratulations. <laughs> thanks, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like the, the pressure is on because they're like, oh, well, my friend's getting this, my friend's getting that. And I'm like... Well, damn, I feel bad that I can't get my child this or I can't get my child that. You know, they want it. So do y'all have that issue? Me personally, um, I don't have that issue because, like, I mean, Kylie, she don't really, like, she said that she wants like that or be around people for her to be like, oh, I want this, oh, I want to see that, I want to see that. She's like... I tell her, like, every time you got to see when it's Christmas, it's like, if you can see somebody with it, it's not, it's not necessary. You have to get the same thing they got. You have to be satisfied with what you got to get started. And if she likes her own stuff, then she likes anyway. So she's not like, she's not like a grown 10 year old. She still want to play with other dogs. Orange dogs and all this other stuff. So, like, I just get her stuff that I know that she's like. So like my youngest, he's like, he might see someone in the TV and be like, oh, I want this one. Like, and I just say, yeah, it's just gonna be. But it's not like I'm going to get him that stuff. I'm just gonna get him what I feel that I want to get him. So why you and say, yeah? And you should be satisfied with what I'm getting you. It's not what you want. Is what I feel that you need. Are you, so why did you say yeah when he asked? Because if he, if he watches YouTube, he might see a little toy. Mommy, I want that. Okay, this is like, okay, just go up. Let me say yeah, so he won't fuss or, or cry about it. And just say yeah, he's just going to the next thing. Mommy, he sees something else. Mommy, let me get that. Okay. <laughs> but that's not necessarily what you want to do, though. It's so, just like, so much. I'm saying you need to so it's, it's more convenient to hush him up instead of dealing with the yeah, the well, issue. He's he three. He's oh, he three. Yeah. This is when they learn the most. Right. That's how I thought I should start instilling it in him now. Yeah. This is when you are the the most developmental. Yeah. I, I, this is and the sad part is now they learning it all from what they perceiving was being the images put on these devices, the tablets and everything else. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I can't even work the computer. And my three-year-old remembers her six-digit password on her leap pad. Or her little Kindle. Yeah, like, so... Yeah, because he be working my daughter's laptop. He can understand. Yeah, he's old, he's old enough to understand what you need to teach him. Yeah, you right. Yeah, it's the convenience of the... Yeah, it's going to keep on going. Yeah. yeah wow. That's what I'm about to do next year, y'all. For real. Like, because my best friend, she did like, um, this year she taking the kids to South Carolina to a little resort. They're going to do a little hour when you listen to somebody and they get the resort, whatever, afterwards. So she was like, she's taking her kids to the resort. But they like two and four so they real young so i'm like so what they gonna do for christmas morning she said nothing eat breakfast and enjoy enjoy the resort and it's good dude. i was like oh my god but she did this before last year before that she was like no i bought them this house we got a new house and it's just like she real strong so i don't even question her after that like okay i just be like that's what it is that's what it is so yeah. like that's i feel like this year i did pretty good with getting everybody what they want of course it's everybody blended everybody coming the day after christmas so i'm like shit that's kwanzaa fuck we want y'all see kwanzaa here you go unity get y'all little gifts which is something what you need so tell, tell, teach me something about something but next year i feel like i'm gonna whatever little money they gonna give us i'm just gonna save all that stuff up i'm gonna just take them on the trip and just go somewhere and teach them something else because as they get older in their teens it's like they want just electronics and PlayStation 4s and all this other stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm trying to see why you're like 200. You can get 200 and go to Miami or somewhere. Let's do something else. Uh, you know? uh yeah, you the, you the strict one. I'm hearing the I'm hearing the uh the strictness in you. Do you uh not to jump on religion, but are you uh you religious based in your household? No, we just Huh? We're spiritual. So then, what the fuck like you give a fuck about Christmas for anyway? Nah, why don't we call it family day? Yeah. So yeah, at the, at the end of the day, make any day family day, so you don't have to follow that social pressure doing it on the twenty fifth. That social pressure right there, like that's how I, that's how I do my children. We do shit whenever. I don't fuck every holiday for real, cause that's when you're already America knows the whole world is gonna feel this way. The government, everybody's trained to feel this way. Show your love on 214. I show my love all year round. So fuck 214. I don't believe in Santa Claus. Santa Claus or Jesus' birthday ain't got shit to do with buying presents. I don't I don't believe, I'm not a Christian. I'm spiritual myself. So yeah, yeah the mothers can ask me all fucking day. They say, how much you putting in on Christmas? I ain't putting shit in on Christmas. I'm trying to make sure fucking December rent paid. And make sure they good to fucking eat when they over here. And give a fuck what they feel about Christmas. That's your pressure. Right. That goes to everything. Fucking even with buying clothes. They need Jordans. They need shoes. You want to give them Jordans. Right. You put that social pressure out. I don't need my kids feeling like fucking you ain't shit if you don't wear Jordans. I don't respect fucking Jordan from all these kids getting shot down here in the fucking shoes fucking 30 years old. Why are you only putting 15,000 of them out and everybody want them? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a way more principles we can be teaching our children other than the shit we don't believe in anyway. But social pressure makes us want to or still feel like we still have to. Now, uh, Shamia... Yeah. We ready to hit we ready to hear what you gotta say about this. <laughs> um I don't have much to say. I mean <laughs> I don't got much to say. But I will say this, um when Janae had mentioned about um, about her taking a trip, my friend does that every year. And um, she felt like her son was being a little ungrateful because um he doesn't get gifts for Christmas. And she feels like, not. she felt bad. And I told her to don't feel bad because he's a young, he's young. Most kids, it's up to us as adults to really teach our children. Um, I feel like because 
he thinking she's feeling bad because she didn't get him anything, but you just took him on the trip. I told her, he's a kid, he's gonna think like a kid. You're an adult. Don't expect for our children to think like adults. So, um, um, when she mentioned that, it just made me think about I wish she was on here because Marie's supposed to be on here. And that would have been something that would have been a, a real good, good conversation for her to hear about her taking trips with her son. She does it every year. They go to Bahamas. Every, it depends on wherever she takes to go. This is the year they're going to Puerto Rico. So yeah. that is like her her gift. That is like her gift to her son. It's just, you know, just a gift of travel life. Things like yeah. that. It's not like about just really celebrating Christmas at this point. I think it's just more for just trying to get away around from all the things that surround the Christmas thing because everybody focused so much on the Santa Claus and all that kind of stuff when it's not even really about so. Yep. Um, as far as my situation, I do feel a little bit of social pressure with, like Loretta was just talking about, um, um, with me trying to, um, um, I'm in the process of buying a house, so my biggest thing is saving, and it's not that the, my kids ask for a lot, because then my kids are getting older, they don't really want much, my thing is, I, like my older boys, I just give them gift cards, and you know, my other clothes, they, my other kids, they look for clothes, but for the most part, I feel like I'm the one that pushes the issue more than they do. Um, because I'm so used to just buying my kids whatever and spending money however I choose to and um, not really putting a lot into saving like how I should. It's not that I don't save, but I don't save how I should. And um, that's just something that I just really have to learn and focus more on. Just because I have it don't mean that I that I have it to spend. So um, that's one of my issues. It's just, I'm an impulsive person, so it yeah. don't have to be a Christmas. It, every day is Christmas for my kids or a Christmas for me, honestly, if I choose to. And I'm I'm just, I'm the person that just choose to just, well, I've been choosing, I'm trying not to okay. spend so much money, um, period. I got you. I, I, I understand that I'm, uh, I'm working on a... Uh, Starting an invest investment group so people like you can uh put your money away and uh get a better rate than the bank's giving. And don't touch it. That'll be perfect for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh like you were saying, uh that talk about the trips and everything, that's a wonderful way to uh show start a different tradition other than uh buy me, buy me, buy me. Uh just we took some kids on the fishing trip uh this summer and it was some of them kids 19 that that was their first time getting on a boat like yeah it's it's little things yeah like a lot of these a lot of people never even leave dc yeah like yeah they'll be at, they'll be in alexandria saying they out of town like literally like they need stuff like this uh, to, to, to see more other than from what they learned on TV about places and cultures. I would definitely agree. And um, teaching our kids financial, um, um, teaching them financial literacy, that's the one other thing that I have really been teaching my kids is about financial literacy um, because I feel like that's very important. That was not taught to me yet. So that's part of the reason why I do a lot of things that I do. I was never taught that. I was never even taught how to even manage a bank account. So yes. I didn't, my mom, all I knew was my mama went to a bank and, and she had a credit union and she had money. She never taught that to us until I was like maybe about 18. By that time I had had my daughter. So she was feeling like, okay, let me teach you now. I feel like that's something that she should have taught me as a young kid. As, as early as I was able to understand, if I was two, three years old, I was able to understand she should have been teaching me at that moment. So I really want to be able to teach that to my children today because I don't want them to be like me 40 years old buying their first house. Oh, I agree. I agree totally. I'm in that same boat. The financial literacy, I'm yeah, the house, everything. Um, I said I made millions of dollars but didn't know how to invest, risk versus reward. I took it back out in the streets. I, I yeah, I yeah, that that's one of the things that drove me crazy. Uh to, to have all of the, the mental clarity now, but the that big hole I've created for myself. I couldn't take none of that money or none of the shit I acquired in the streets with me in my journey. Like I had to hit rock bottom and come all the way back up to not appreciate 
the value of money and everything else. Like now I know how to to do without. Yeah, that was my fear. What if I always had to have four cars, the redundancy? What if this I had to have a stash? Yeah, yeah. I I worried myself on being ready for whatever came with that life. Once I got out of the life and stepped out of it, I couldn't. Yeah, the, the money was the was my only issue. That was my only fear. What would I do if I was broke? Like I know, yeah, I didn't know how how I would react. Like I would die. Yeah, like like motherfuckers ain't broke all fucking damn homeless. So. I had to lose that value. I feel, like, I feel like that goes back to too when you were speaking about um, how you were, how you grew up and what you saw growing up. It all plays in. Um, it, all that ties in together. Like so, if, if if everything we do is all about what we saw growing up, pretty much, and that's how I was. I never realized what the lifestyle and different things that my family were doing were wrong. I didn't, it took for me to move all the way to D.C., get by myself, <laughs> and to start um, embarking on a new journey of my own for me to understand that a lot of things that I was growing up and I was, you know, a lot of things that I was doing growing up were wrong. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, a lot of things that we see, is we, we are taught visually, pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yes. Yeah, they 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 put the visuals with the words, the visuals they want with the words. Yeah, so you definitely gotta watch out for that. You definitely uh, on to something. Yeah, I could have I could have sixty thousand and still have that broke mentality. Like yeah, yeah, like I'm still oh, yeah. yeah. That never changed the way I I hustled and everything because I was just taught to get money. I wasn't told mm -hmm. what to do with the money once I what got to it. Do with it. Yeah, like I said, I just woke up every day and, and hustle. Yeah. That is the truth. Yeah, and took risks. Blow yeah. hundred thousands of dollars in weeks. Yeah, like really? yeah, I can see people I can, I can see people that can celebrate winning five dollars. Like when I'm over here, you at the table I'm at the table betting seven fifty a row and then somebody jump I'm losing losing somebody jumping around because they won five dollars. Like yeah. yeah, I yeah, all types of issues, yeah, like but you you let you live and you learn. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm going through a little. I'm well. I'm like an impulsive shopper too, but it's like I'm trying to control that to learn how to start saving. Cause I mean I save, but like not like I should. But it's like if I see something, if I can get it for my kids or myself, I would just get it without it, like thinking and I need to stop doing that because sometimes I don't have to have this or I don't have to have that or my kids don't have to have this or that neither. I just need to be more stricter, strict on myself when it comes to my money. Okay, why do you, why do you is it the impulse or is it you just want them to have everything? It's like the impulse. You just like to shop? Yeah, it's the, it's the impulse. It's like my if I like to pick back on what Shamir said. It's like what we was what I was raised on. What, what I raised what I was raised seeing. My mom was a shopaholic. Like she always looked for a good bargain. If she found a good bargain, she was going there. She would go to the strip thrift store. She found a good bargain. She was getting any, anything she could get a good bargain on. And that's like me. If I see a good deal, I'm going to get it. Even if you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's something you like. Yeah, but that's something that uh, like this to say that that's something I hear all the men say that's that are in relationships. Yeah, like Amazon is fucking driving relationships yeah, to the fucking ground. I'm just saying, not the shopping, like the online shopping, everything. Like men who are savers and everything, women have. A lot of uh, shopping addictions that are driving relationships. It's making us happy. It's making us happy. It's coming. It's on its way. We know. We tracking it down. Yeah. It needs to be like one thing. It's just like we've been in quarantine for a long time. We can't exactly. It's it's like an addiction. It's not making you happy. It's like a crack rock. 
Amazon, the cell phone yeah, is the cracker. Like knowing that the, the, the Amazon, the, the new Jack City. Yeah. Right. Amazon, the Carter. You track it. My mailman. He's like, you gotta never tackle again. Yeah, again. that's what I'm saying. That shit is driving men crazy. Like, man, I, that's the reason this fucking new, new place exists for me. Like, I had to leave the every fucking day. It's a whole fucking uh, apartment in my old house in the basement. Like, boxes never even fucking open yet. Like, you can't even go to the back door. Fucking, it's 10 by 10 <laughs> full of fucking new shit stacked up high. Just fucking boxes, like yeah. When she sees something, she buys the shit, like fucking ridiculous. That is driving. Me, I, I'm a shoeaholic. I love shoes. I love different things. Like I, if I see it, I make up a reason for why I have to have it. I have so many pair of shoes and clothes that I haven't even worn. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like that with makeup. That looked like your it's house like payment beauty, right there. Beauty or sound like it. Makeup. I'm getting it like I and then Amazon. I just be on my phone just clicking, clacking, yeah. adding cart, clicking, clacking, yeah. adding cart. Like, yeah, that's, that, everybody who who about to they're saving them houses. I I, I it sounds like yeah. Y'all should be in them by now. If we yeah, if, like, if we I'm leave like, Amazon alone, <laughs> leave that crack rock alone, all that prime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Man, you emotional eating. So now, oh, boo, I eat all more than you don't understand. I eat right. more now that I'm that I work from home and I'm a. And you're gonna blow up like a crackhead once they stop. Once the crackheads stop smoking the crack, they blow up because they go to cigarettes or food. That's what you're doing when you can't shop. You're eating. You're emotional eating. That's, yeah, that that's what the, you had that drug substitute. That's what they call exactly. it. Exactly. They would say, yeah, yeah. I'd say Amazon is your crack rock. So yeah. yeah, start looking at yourself every time you go to Amazon. Feel like the crackhead. <laughs> yeah, start. Yeah, you ain't got the white lips and all that other shit, but start feeling like the crackhead, and then that's a that'll make you start thinking about it. Start imaging yeah. what you looking like. Yeah, because it got control over you. For your drugs. Yeah. Hey, Amazon, your dealer. Every time you see that little A and that little smile and shit, them blue trucks, that's all crack. Crack all in that shit. These motherfuckers got the police following them now. They When they pull up on 34th, they got the fucking police truck or the little unmarked car behind the Amazon jump. Like, they got fucking drugs in the motherfucker. Yeah, these, they the new car. All these women just motherfucking buying shit. Yeah. Before Christmas. That's all I keep saying. We'll get it there before. Who gives a fuck about Christmas? Your kids got everything. They still for the time of before Christmas last minute gifts. Y'all got everything. I feel like I'm in a different I said I feel like I'm in a different boat than you guys. You know, um I wasn't able to hear everybody, um, because I'm kinda dealing with two things at one time, but um for what I've been able to hear, you know, my connection to having is you know, with my childhood, you know, I've been leaving my house since I was 12. So I didn't see my mother purchase and buy. And I, I seen a lot of, we don't have it. We don't have it. And for me, because of the industries I was in, in regards to like my creative, my creativity, I saw what having led to. You know what I'm saying? I saw what, you know, a lot of women in the industry would, you know, sacrifice themselves, their bodies, you know what I'm saying, their minds, all of those things just to have. And I never wanted to be those individuals. I never, it was like who I was and my integrity as a person, you know what I'm saying, was more important than having. And I feel like as I've gone through my life, I'm so used to not having that I actually put a lot of my energy into my creativity. So it's like, if I can't have a bag, I make one. If I can't have some shoes, I make one. At, you know, make them. If I can't, you know what I'm saying? It's like, 
I'm so used to not having that I end up just being like figuring out how can my creativity give me what I want, you know what I'm saying, and still feel yes. validated that I couldn't get it, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying, I'm able to have something. Do and more, I feel like do more with less. Yeah, and it's like a lot of where I've been through recently, honestly, has been within like spiritual elevation. It's like trying to challenge my mind, trying to challenge my worldly thinking, you know what I'm saying, to have more of a spiritual appreciation that, you know, I'm not going to be up all the time. I ain't going to be down all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to have all the time. I ain't going to go without all the time. And it's like I'm trying to sac- I'm trying to separate myself from the social norms and the worldly norms that have an attachment. Like my insecurities are attached to certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I'm really not on social media and stuff like that because I know my insecurities. I know myself. And I know that if I can't have something or really get something that I really want, it's like if I ain't got it in the bank, I don't get it. I'm not wanting to, to, like, sleep with somebody for it. I'm not willing to, like, manipulate nobody, you know what I'm saying, to try to have it. Yes. It's like uh, I just really try to look at it and just, I, I it's that because I really want a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like I'm challenging myself to really, like, you know, I'm in a, I'm, I'm really in a balance for real or, or in an imbalance where it's like I really want a lot of shit, but I know I can't get shit. You can the shit that I want, but yeah. I'm trying to not to let it affect me to make me feel like I'm less than because I don't have it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. then at the same time, to be honest with myself, I do feel a certain type of way that I don't have it. You know what I mean? I feel so you it's 100%. Like I'm stuck with like yeah. trying to see. Yeah. It's not like it's not like you going through a spirit like you're a spiritual like uh uh. Like you're growing, like you're like what they would call like your eye is kind of it's flickering on. She's a, ascending. Yeah, she, yeah she's yeah. ascending to a high plane. Yeah, yeah. I feel it totally. Kind of like going between your ego, because what you got to remember is what keeps you feeling like you, whatever our names is on this shit, me, me thinking I'm Janae's is my ego. That Janae got to be fly, Janae got to have case stay bag, Janae got to, like, that keeps me here. My ego felt like Janae better put a picture up because they gotta know that I'm like that keep you here, but your spiritual side says fuck social norms, fuck religion. I mean, excuse me, I'm not trying to offend nobody. I'm really not. But I'm just saying it's like No, no, no you speak your truth. Like, if you if you if you if you loving, if you spiritual, yeah. it's religion is nothing but yeah, like say those are the if guidelines. Holding you down, if yeah. holding you back, then it ain't for you. If you're bad if you're battling with something, you really need to kind of like probably shine a light on it because that might be the might be the problem. But um I knew when I started having my when I started going through my journey, I kept on like questioning myself and was I this, was I that and then once I realized that it was really my ego that kept me on this like making me feel like I'm having this worldly spirit, like I got my skin, my tattoos, making me feel like I'm human right now. This ain't nothing but an avatar body taking a journey. Your, your spirit right now inside of you is making you feel and keep hesitating you from doing shit and, and questioning stuff. So I, I, yeah. I In the real world, yeah. I said you. Yeah, in the real world. This mundane planet that we on right now only exists because the mind is the all. Once you conquer your mind, you can conquer anything. You right on. You on this, point. This, this, once somebody take advantage of your mind, they got you. Once, once you feel like you gotta have these expectations of being Jesus' birthday, you better have to get under there. They got you. You can't let nobody trap your mind. And it ain't even somebody. It's you. I mm-hmm. say at the end of the day, once you, once you trap your mind. Yeah. Well, yeah. And. It, and the things, and the, yeah, it's true. Once you drop your mind, yeah, because we can always back ourselves out. Time, though, is, my, is my children, because even though I've gotten to that place of understanding, it's like I have really good kids, and I feel like you know, what I'm saying I'm not necessarily in a position to always reward them, you know, what I'm saying for for that. And I feel that they suffer socially, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't have and they don't fit in and things like that. And although my son has a better understanding where he's like, well, it's okay, mom. You know what I'm saying? It's okay that, 
you know, we can't, you know, have it or we don't necessarily can't afford it or whatever like that. He does have a perspective that I'm thankful for where he's not out here trying to get it himself. He's not being destructive. He's not, you know what I'm saying, lashing out and having behavioral issues. It's like he just kind of accept like, okay, you know, let me just be okay with what we do have. But at the same time, my ego plays on me that I'm like, well, damn, you know you what I'm saying? You're going to raise a good boy because guess what? Like, even when I used to feel like that, like, my big son right here, he's like 13. He in the kitchen right here. He, yeah, my never, son's he never asked me for nothing, bro. Like, since he was little, like, I'd be like, son, don't you want that, dad? He's like, well, if you got it, you can, if you want to get it. Like, he always be in my pocket. Like, if you don't got it, I'd be like, man, son, nah. So now, like, when I was going through my, me going through whatever, my journey, if I got it in my pocket and we out, I pull over, go get the Rita's ice cream, go get that controller he just broke on Christmas. There you go, I love you. You know what I'm saying? It don't got to be on Friday. It could be when you get paid. It could be when you get, it don't have to be at that time. You know how they always say, God work whenever you work, don't be on time. That's how you work too in his life because you're showing him principles of how to be a good a, a good person and I have all these social pressures that we having this conversation about and that's what like, you need like even to this day like he asked for all this stuff for Christmas he, he, he never even asked me for nothing for Christmas and it's just like damn what do I get this young man I don't even know what to really get him so I mean I I, I know what he wants and I, and I got it he, you know what I'm saying and and, and I'm I'm gonna give it to him I gave one to him earlier but I'm not even, I, I don't give it, I don't know, I'm I'm weird. I'm not going to give you all that shit at one time, because y'all be fucking up in the sink. Like, can't wash your dishes, can't take all this, right? I'm like, oh yeah, that one gift you got, make sure you hold on to it, because you ain't going to get to it right on time, you going to have to hold on. But that, you that, like, you take your emotions out, that's, that's, you, you, you already counter, you're counterbalancing. For everything you just said that was good and positive, you're, yeah. you're using something emotional to castrate it. What you just said was beautiful. I was about to say, give it to him tomorrow to, just to show your fuck Christmas because of what you yeah. said. Like I said, even though he ain't doing the dishes, you let him know, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. The conversation, the talk. Yeah, talk to him like a king. You raising a king. Exactly. Yeah. I think you let him know. You let him know. Yeah, like take your emotion out of it. Yeah, like I say, whatever. Yeah, don't don't take no no weak ass threat because like I say, if he, if he a stand up man that you raising, all you're doing mm-hmm. is showing up you just showing him your emotion. Yeah, basically. Right, you just showing him your fears and worries. Like you showing yeah, you, him like you, 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 enough, Yeah, you going to impale you know that on him. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's what yeah. That way when you do it and when you give it to him, he going to be always appreciative and grateful for everything you do for him and he going to remember. He like my mother get me out the way whenever. Yeah, take you the know? emotion out of it. That's how it is. Like in our family, like I've been trying to like find a tradition. Like I've been trying to do something with you know, we, we kind of do it regularly or something like that. And, and really where I'm at is, like, to me, and I think somebody was saying it in regards to, like, every day is a day to be appreciative. Every day is a day to give. It doesn't have to come around to one particular time or reason or whatever the case may be. And honestly, how I'm feeling is, you know, I just really want to be a better parent. You know what I'm saying? I really want to challenge the things that I thought that my parents did with me that was dysfunctional as I don't know what. You know what I'm saying? And really challenge myself to correct the behavior that is dysfunctional and that will re- have him repeat, you know what I'm saying, unhealthy behaviors, yes. whether it be with himself or with somebody else. And I feel like, you know, right now, that's my gift for real. Like, if I don't have it to financially give or make it into, like, something, it's like when I have it, I give it. You know what I'm saying? If he hasn't earned it, I let him know. And then I give it to him at a time in which that he has. You know what I mean? Well, that's your religion. That's your religion. That's you not, don't know that's, religion is what you do. That's your principles, yeah. That's what you need to adopt. Religion is what you do and how you do it. Like, religiously, every Sunday we clean up. Religiously, every Thursday Religiously, I'm trying, y'all, because I'm trying to be a better person, too. Every Thursday, do game night with the kids. Yeah. Like, religiously, I'm trying to, like, have these practices. Religiously, we light our candles on Sunday, and we pray for our ancestors. We pray for ourselves. We pray. We say our affirmations. Like, get whatever feel good for you, take it right there and just religiously do it. Make sure you keep keep doing it because 
that that's what religion yeah. is. You, uh, what you're doing over and over, tradition. You and, make those traditions. Yeah. At this point, adopt your own for your household and you your family. Them. It can be because it can mm-hmm. be different for everybody. Has all different. We we so a lot of different songs. We probably got all different things we do religiously differently. And and but but it's up to you. Just set set the tune and what you want it to be in your own. And, and go with it and don't question yourself without yourself because even if it if it's working this way then it's working but if you gotta change up look we changing it up but we gonna do game nights on Friday like just but keep making sure you keep them keep it in their head that unity that's beautiful like you know mm-hmm. okay. I don't know that just helps me I don't know <laughs> Some of my worst, worst days was like consecutive bad moments. Like I was just on a train wreck going, going south, like not dodging nothing, hitting everything. Like what can go wrong next? I'm looking for it, like till, till something stopped me. So I couldn't move no more on, on some rails. It wasn't even bad luck. It was just a compilation of negative energy that I was trying to absorb it all, release it all. Yeah, shit. Then uh, once it was all out of me and I was back on my positive shit, like I had a big ass hole to crawl out of. Get back on my shit, like yeah, like yeah. That's it, like bad lifestyle, like that's what a bad moment can turn into if you ain't if you ain't hit, if you ain't recalling some of the mistakes you made, cause uh, yeah, we often take the wrong turn and just keep going. Like I understand that I've done it.